Hey gang, Brad here, and I just want to tell you that now may be your last chance to book the vacation of a lifetime, spending a week with 3,000 other crazy 80s fans on the 80s cruise. Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas leaves Miami, Florida on March 8th, 2020 for seven glorious Caribbean days with stops in San Juan, St. Thomas, Punta Cana, and Labadee. But the real fun comes from performances by the B-52s, Brett Michaels, Berlin, Loverboy, Grandmaster Flash, Tony Hadley of Spandau Ballet, Tony Lewis of the Outfield, Patty Smythe and Scandal, Lita Ford, Midnight Star, The Jets, The Motels, <gasps> Big Country, Katrina from Katrina and the Waves, Annabelle from Bow Wow Wow, Dire Straits Legacy, and everyone's favorite tribute band, Jesse's Girl. Each night on the ship is an amazing theme night, and all your drinks, including all premium alcoholic beverages, are included with your booking. And if you book with the promo code STUCK, that's S-T-U-C-K, you can spell it, you can use it, you get a $200 cabin credit. But don't wait, because we just officially heard this cruise is selling out fast. There are only a couple cabin categories left. So find out more at www.the80scruise.com. Now, on with the show. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. Now that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. <laughs> sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Brad in LA. <laughs> and today we're just giving up. It is too hot to podcast, too hot to use Wi-Fi, too hot to read our show notes. We need some help. What we need is a rain out. I get us a rain out. Man, there ain't been a cloud in the sky in weeks. 100 bucks says I get us a rain out for tomorrow. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. And don't forget to listen to our podcast at the CLNS Media website. You can find it at, everyone together now, clnsmedia.com. As always, we plead, we beg, we grovel. Please, if you love our show, share the links on social media. And don't forget to like our page on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Mr. Green Christmas, I'm Mr. Sun, I'm Mr. Heat Blister, I'm Mr. 101, they call me Heat Miser, whatever I touch, starts to melt in my clutch, <laughs> I'm too much. Holy hell, can it get any hotter out here? Uh, it's the dead middle of summer. And I seriously don't think we could take another 99 degree day with 80% humidity and a 90% chance of lightning storms knocking out my internet connection. So in the spirit of the season, we had the idea to do a show just about the songs and movies that remind us endlessly about the heat that we're suffering through. 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 It's our hot, hot, hot playlist and our never-ending homage to another season in the sun. 
Steve, joining us today, it's Jen with one N. Hi, guys. It feels like it's been forever. It has been. It's been a while. You know, what's funny is as we're recording this, I have just rushed back from a baseball game that was a doubleheader, but I think the second game might actually be rained out right now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you follow me on Facebook, you will know that it was 80s night, which is the reason I was there, frankly. But I got to see a DeLorean. Was it the real DeLorean? Who knows? Who cares? It was a great time. Ah, uh, well, it's a DeLorean, right? Bear with me, Marty. All your questions will be answered. Roll yeah. tape. Did you dress up? Uh, well, I I was going to dress up a little bit more than I did, but I knew it was going to be rainy and I wasn't sure anyone else would dress up. So I just went with jeans and my one of my four MTV shirts and, and then my Vans that I always wear and my uh, Swatch that I always wear. Nice. But okay. uh, yeah, it was a good time. Super summary, though. Baseball game. I mean, come yeah, on. Seriously. So we open with the song Hot, Hot, Hot. First written and recorded by a um, musician known as Arrow. But I think all of us kind of associate it more with... Uh, Buster Poindexter, a.k.a. David Johansson, uh, and his version in 1987. Uh, <laughs> sort of an infamous song. It sort of a, captures <clears throat> the late 80s and all of its schmaltzy wonder, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. Indeed. So this song never had any meaning for me until the last 80s cruise, where um, me and a couple of folks, a couple of stuck in the 80s folks, you're just Drews and you're just Amy's. And uh, we wandered through a bar that we always went to and they were doing silent disco. We just sort of happened upon it where everyone like wears those headphones, right? And you can switch to different songs that the DJ is playing. And we all were on the hot, hot, hot channel. Do you, is this ringing a bell, Brad? No, I probably would have switched away, honestly, but who knows? <laughs> well, what happened was... What had happened was so so. Oh we, wait! A lot oh no! I remember listening. this. Yes, I know where this is going. And so then I say, I've never done a conga line. The '80s cruise is where dreams come true. So I start a conga line. Here's the best thing: we pass another conga line. <laughs> we sort of like convince them to get onto our like, conga line. Yeah. And I'm like, let's go in front of the DJ. So we go past the DJ, and he's like busy doing his DJ thing. And he looks up, and he just starts laughing because we're doing this um, old people conga line past him. Well, yeah. Not only did we convince another conga line that our conga line brand was stronger we then took over the whole <laughs> exactly. dance floor like i don't care what you're listening to you're now watching us exactly but yeah so now that song has a has a soft spot in my heart a soft conga spot that's that's pretty funny i had forgotten that song brad you don't have a soft spot in your heart for this song right i don't really care for this song to be honest um and Historians amongst the listeners will perhaps remember a letter of mine that I wrote in talking about the song back in episode 112. Oh, wow. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. My in-laws had taken us on a Alaskan cruise, my whole family. My kids were little. And like on lobster night, they did baked Alaskan for the big fancy dessert. And when they brought it out, that was the song they played. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's such an earworm. It's a real cruise song, it, it, that song. It really is. And it's such an earworm that both my kids picked up on it and would like sing little snippets of it during the summer. I'm like, no, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear you know, my words before I was a podcaster, back when I was just a listener, you can go back to episode 112 and listen to the uh, Jack Blades Night Ranger interview. I have an experience with this song as well. Uh, back in the early 90s. So, I mean, this song had already been popular and had waned. Back in the early 90s, one of my friends from college invited me to be in his uh, wedding party. So I was one of the groomsmen. And I'd never been in a wedding party before. So I had no idea uh, what to do or what my responsibilities might include. 
And so I, I, I literally screwed up every part of it, you know, like I, I'm, I'm every, every you showing up thing. with a duffel bag. You're like, I've got silly string and twenty weight oil and a full <laughs> set of ball bearings. That's good, right? I had no speeches, no toasts. When when his uh, bride to be showed up for the rehearsal dinner, she's like, "Hey, Steve," and I was like, "Hey, Grace." Like 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 I just seen her like two hours before, and she you know lived in the apartment next to me or something. I totally fumbled the entire weekend, but the one thing I remember was at the end of the rehearsal dinner, we were at the, on some uh, rooftop bar in downtown St. Pete called Coconuts, I think, and they started playing this song, and of course, it's like conga lines formed, and everyone's <laughs> in the conga line except for that one jerk named Spearsy who just refused to get into the spirit of the evening. Oh, and so no. I just sat there like a bump on a log while everyone is just like, twirling around and going all over the bar and it's like 50 people having fun and me with my lukewarm beer sitting at the table looking very uncomfortable every party has a pooper i was that poop so (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna try to bury the memory of hot 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 by throwing some more earworms at you today we have each picked a movie and we've each picked a song that kind of remind us of things that are Hotter than they should be, I guess. And we're going to get going. We don't really have a lot of notes this week. We just have probably a lot of really salty memories, and we'll just go with that. And then we have, of course, Seggies. And then we will, uh, you know, remind you again that uh, we need your help with some Conga lines. <laughs> no, there'll I'm be sorry. no Conga. <laughs> I'm still not doing it. You know, the, I was just at a wedding like last month in New York. And was there a Conga line? You bet there was a Conga line. Was Steve part of it? Really? No. Do they really oh, do conga lines at weddings still? Yes. Huh. Oh, my God. We were in New Jersey, and there was a conga line. And that explains I it. Would, I refused to participate. I can't stop being a jerk at a wedding for some reason. You're just your conga free. You're anti-conga. I, don't, I guess so. I don't know. Maybe a timbale line. So I know there's got to be other people in 80s Nation who are, who are conga line, you know, Averse. Averse. I I bet Dave Augie August, I bet he's never done a conga line in his life. Oh, are you kidding? You know, somebody (laughs) Anybody who eats that much Old old Bay, they conga. I don't think so. We'll find out. So let's get started. Jen, what is your uh, hot, hot, hot movie from the 80s? When I think of hot movies, I think, you know, we were sort of playing on the word hot, but I'm also thinking about, do do you guys remember the Rolling Stone annual hot issue that I think they still do it? Does that ring a bell? It's it's usually on the summer for obvious reasons, but I remember the first time I saw it that it stuck in my craw. I was like ninth grade maybe, and Lisa Bonet, sweet Denise Huxtable, was on the cover because she was going to be an angel heart that summer. And it, I saw that and I was like, holy cow, Like, what happened? You know? And so I was like, oh, I see that there's an alternative meaning to the word hot. So this movie that I'm... It's <laughs> like, I get it. I see. Um, so this movie kind of encompasses both. And it is Body Heat. You can stand there with me if you want, but you'll have to agree not to talk about the heat. I'm a married woman. Meaning what? Meaning I'm not looking for company. And you should have said I'm a happily married woman. That's my business. What? How happy I am. And how happy is that? You're not too smart, are you? (laughs) I like that in a man. What else do you like? Lazy, ugly, horny? I got them all. 
You don't look lazy. <laughs> Tell me, does chat like this work with most women? Some, if they haven't been around much. I wondered. Thought maybe I was out of touch. Come on, I buy you a drink. I told you, I've got a husband. I'll buy him one, too. He's out of town. My favorite kind. We'll drink to him. Only comes up on weekends. <laughs> I'm liking him better all the time. Body Heat, of course, is the 1981, I love this description, American neo-noir erotic thriller film. Ooh. <laughs> Accurate. So adjectival. Accurate. Oh, it's so good. And I have to, I got to throw in a couple of facts here because it's interesting. Written and directed by Lawrence Kasdan, who, of course, mm. wrote Empire Strikes Back and Raiders of the Lost Ark and um, directed another one of my favorite 80s films, The Big Chill. But this was, I don't know if you remember, Kathleen Turner's debut. Yeah. This wow. was her first yeah. film. Yeah. Can you believe it? No. It was. She's done many, many wonderful performances since. This is my favorite because it's got so much, well, heat, but also like substance. Like she's so badass in this movie. Are, okay. Before I go on, have either of you seen this or have you both of you seen it? It has been a long time. Is this the one that has the Frankie Goes to Hollywood scene in it? Or am I thinking of body, thinking of body, thinking double. Of body double? Body double. You're thinking of body double. Yeah, pe- people confuse the two all the time. No, this is the one that's like everyone's sweating all the time, but they look really good yeah. sweating. <laughs> I remember it's this. The, it's it's the, been a long time since I've seen it because it was on HBO all the time. All the time. So it's William Hurt plays the... Um, I don't want to be a spoiler here, but he, he plays her lover in this movie. Brrr. Kathleen Turner, like I said, uh, Ted Danson's in it, and he's got, a fun, he's got a funny little role. But it is such a good movie. And, you know, the, the, the term neo-noir, I think, is so good because it takes place in Florida during this heat wave, but it still manages to be like dark. You know, it, it's brightly lit, but it's like it, it's just th- there's a darkness in it that's really sexy. And it's uh, it's so good. It's so good. And she's so conniving and charming at the same time. Yeah. She's just you can't stop watching her when when she's on the screen. It's it's amazing. So your assignment, both of you, is this summer. Watch this movie again, because it is you will not and watch I, it with your SOs. I feel like you will okay. not <laughs> regret it and you will thank me. <laughs> Jeez, I don't want to know why, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like Kathleen Turner's role in this, she kind of spoofed a little bit in Man with Two Brains. Yes, I think that's right. Yeah, Second Bite at the right. Apple. Like- Doing it like a comedy. Cool. So I hi- highly recommend. It, it's, it, it holds up. They, they do it in such a way that it does really feel timeless. I mean, aside from clothing and stuff, even that's kind of timeless mm-hmm. in a way. They don't they, they play like noir music, so it feels like you're watching like Double Indemnity or something. Yeah. Here's my hot, hot, hot movie from the uh, 80s. It's from the late 80s. And it's I think of it as the one John Cusack movie that nobody remembers. It was, of course, uh, 1987's Hot Pursuit. Listen, Doughboy, we're not going to Vista Del Lago either, Demi. We're going. We're going to Laguna Del Mar! I'd like a pina colada now. Por favor, moving. Anybody remember this one? No, I don't. Mm -mm -mm. Crickets, crickets. It's a shame because it was a really good movie. This is towards the end of Cusack's career of doing high school characters because at this point he was really done with it. And he was looking to move on to more adult roles. But for some reason, he gets talked into this movie called Pursuit. (laughs) And he stars as like a high school prep student who's supposed to go to the Caribbean with his girlfriend and her and her family. 
on some, uh, you know, chartered sailboat and all this kind of fun stuff. But he can't leave campus for spring break because he fails his chemistry final. Because that happens <laughs> in high school. <laughs> As the disappointed girlfriend and parents are pulling out of school property, the chemistry teacher comes to, to see him and uh, offers him an extra credit question. And if he gets it right, he passes and he can go on spring break. And, of course, you know, he passes it. And then pretty much the remainder of the movie is him trying to play catch-up and find his girlfriend in uh, her family in the Caribbean. And it's and it's just a series of, like, almost catch them and something unfortunate happens to him. Almost catch them and then something else unfortunate happens to him. I don't want to ruin it because it is, it is a good movie that's worth going back and watching, especially if you're one of those John Cusack completists, which we all should be. <laughs> And uh, so, and, and seriously, it's a better movie than I made it sound. Steve, I'm looking at the poster right now, and it's not a good poster. It doesn't look <laughs> okay. I think I think they were trying to sell the like '80s kind of teen sex comedy. And I'm it's guessing not. there's no nudity in it. It's a sweet little movie. Okay, with some great little. Uh, I think uh, Ben Stiller's dad's in it, and uh, some other people you'll recognize. Some pretty st- straightforward uh, character actors of the '80s. It's a fun cute movie with and if you like Cusack you'll love it so trust me on that one Brad it's your turn what uh, movie was hot for you in the 80s okay so I'm gonna give you a movie that's so hot that hot is in the title Steve hot dog the movie oh god oh boy hey Rudy you're a lowlife cretinous slug can't get him fuck I yell you people stay out of our way you may ski on that side or on that side, but stay out of the middle here. Hey, Rudy, you can kiss my ass. Not on this side, not on that side, but right in the middle. Come, <laughs> 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 yeah. Heinz. We finish this later. Let me just start with, this is a terrible movie. It is a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I have such fond memories of it. This was one of those, you know, saw it in the movie theaters. Uh, it was out in early 1984. So in 1984, that was my last year in Oklahoma. And spring break was coming, right? So let me back up and tell you why that's important. So Hot Dog the Movie is a sex comedy skiing movie. It's just a weird kind of pastiche of things thrown together. The film stars some unknown guy. Basically, the movie is about this guy who moves to Squaw Valley to become a big-time freestyle skier. And along the way, he runs into a group of guys that are crazy and wild and fun. And then he has his, I think they're Austrian, the Austrian nemesis, Rudy, the Austrian crazy person, and ends up falling in love with a young woman named Sunny. And that leads to some memorable lines later about what Rudy does to Sonny. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's it, yeah, oh, yeah. after an evening in the hot tub, uh, Rudy tells... Uh, the protagonist, whose name I don't remember because it's such a bad movie, he says, Do you know what I had for breakfast this morning? Wheaties! <laughs> Very clever, but no. No, it was quite the feast. Yeah. How do you say in your language, I had sunny side up, and I had sunny side down, and I had sunny side all the way around. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, it's just so bad. It's so stupid. But <laughs> the movie had all the skiing in it, right? Because it was a skiing movie, and this guy wants to be a freestyle skier. 
thing you got to know is in western Oklahoma on spring break, the whole state empties out to go to Colorado to ski. Like all the church huh. groups have ski ski trips for spring break. And so that year, all of the churches in my little town, the youth directors must have gotten together because we all went to the same ski resort. So all my friends were you know, at Wolf Creek in Colorado skiing for the week. And we're like, we're going to do this. We're going to do all these things for the movie. It's going to be great. And we're all just like cranked up about this movie. The truth of it is it's a terrible movie, but you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. <laughs> but by all the things in the movie, you mean the skiing, oh, the skiing. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, we were on, ch- we're on church trips. We're on church, church groups. We're on I just church assume. Trips. Okay. Yeah, you know, we were, the, the <laughs> shenanigans checking. are not going to be stood for. So let's move on to the songs of uh, summer. From the 80s. Jen, what is your hot, hot, hot song from the 1980s? This one came to me quick. So it's from Madonna's first, sorry, Steve, uh, album, her her self-titled Madonna. And it is Burning Up. I love this song. It's my favorite song on the Madonna debut album. Yes, no. I don't think I've ever heard it. (laughs) You've never heard this song? Oh my God. It's so good. I'm sure I have. I just, I I have, I'm sure there's just some sort of really large engorged tumor in my brain that's blocking my memories of all Madonna stuff. It's like just a black spot in your in your in your uh, cortex. Yeah, no, it's a it's a really good song. It's a really good song, and the video, as Madonna was and is want to do, makes the song ten percent better <laughs> 10%. at least, maybe fifteen. Wow, <laughs> at least, at least, <laughs> really, minimum really moving the needle better. there. <laughs> yeah, wow. At least, don't, don't, don't overdo it, Jen. You know, let's uh, save some no, for the second. No, half. I was going to originally say times ten, and then it's like, wait, okay, that's too okay. high. So then 10%, that also seems too low. So I'm going to say at least 10%. You know, mileage may vary depending on the listener. But but the, but the video in the song, so the, the video is so cool because it's her like writhing around in the middle of the street and then it looks like, and then there's a car being driven like this this hot guy and it looks like he's about to hit her. And at the very end of the song, she's driving the car. You see, Whoa. she's behind the oh, wheel. Oh, no. I know. And but everything like the early Madonna is my favorite Madonna because the whole look is perfect. And in this video, she's got this like cute white dress on, awesome belt that she like just grabbed. And then her hair looks, you know, like early 80s Madonna hair. I mean, she just looks fabulous. And the song is really, really catchy. I, I, I would argue that it is maybe tied with everybody for me, but the, the one of two of the best songs on her debut album, which I think is just chock-a-block of great song, full of great songs. Now, now for the record, I, I mean, I have gone, it's been 14 years now, close to 15 years of doing this podcast, and I certainly said a lot of negative things about Madonna, but one of the things I will admit is I, the version of Madonna that I do love is, is early 80s Madonna. Well, it, it set the stage for everything, right? No, you know, that, that's right. the launch, it, quite clearly. Yes, yes. She's cool. She is so cool. Right. At the beginning. Yeah. With her like dark roots right. and her, oh my God, her look. It, it's, it's to say that to say that the 80s would still be themselves without Madonna is just ridiculous. I mean, she is, 
as an important part of that decade as anything is. So I, I do confess that, and, and I just I'm just saying like she lost me come the late 80s and then beyond. Yeah, I love Madonna and she's gone in waves for me. Like I loved her in the early 80s and the the mid and late obviously, but then a little bit lost in the but I, I came back around, you know what I mean? And I've and I've lost it again and I've I mean, it might be album sure. to album for I me, honestly. Yeah. I think Steve just doesn't like it when people change too much from what he liked yes. about them to start There's, with. Yeah. See, and also, you, you, know what? you too. Go. Good, another good example. So, Brad, what's your hot, hot, hot song from the 80s? Okay. Cast your mind. It's a crisp spring day in 1982. And English supergroup, I didn't even know the word supergroup until this band came around. English supergroup Asia releases Heat of the Moment. Because it's the heat of the Oh, is there a song that encapsulates summer and heat and the 80s and awesomeness more (laughs) than this song? I can't think of one. I, I love this song. I love this. I love this song. I love this album. I will listen to it anytime it comes on. But again, what makes this memorable to me is that it was, you know, it was in that kind of slot in the early '80s where you're starting to see videos. And I remember mm-hmm. this: the video for this song was on Video Jukebox on HBO for the whole summer. So every time Video Jukebox was on, the Heat of the Moment video would come up, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you gotta watch! It's amazing! It's like the 16 panel split screen. How do they even do that? Whoa! Yeah, you know, it's so much a kind of a piece of that summer. I, I remember that summer, The uh, I had to go to Ohio. At that point, I was living in Florida, and but a lot of my mom's family still lived in Ohio, so they every summer we would, you know, we'd go back to Ohio for two or three weeks. I, I'm sure I'm over-exaggerating. I'm sure it wasn't really two or three weeks. It just felt like it. It always feels like that when you're in Ohio. <laughs> and the the way that my, my parents made it up for me, for like sticking me in Columbus for three weeks to rotten hell, is... They got me the cassette. That they asked me, well, "What, what, what album can we get you to to make you stop sulking? Well, what album will ease you on your way?" And I said, "Asia." And they're like, "Okay, no problem." And they got it for me because I, I remember the. I've only ever owned this on. Are you sure you don't want Debbie Boone? Yeah, this Debbie Boone album. <laughs> I was wise to that by then, and I. So they gave me the cassette, and I was more than happy to listen to that album, front to back, side to side, over and over again for three straight weeks. So, and I was I was happy a few decades later when I got to interview uh, Carl Palmer for the podcast. So, ooh, and if all goes according to plan, which it never has before for me, but if it does next week, I'm supposed to talk to John Payne, who took over the lead singing duties for John Wetton in the '90s uh, when he left the band. So, we could have another mini Asia podcast in our near future as well. Very cool. Okay, so let me uh, round things out with my pick for the hot, hot, hot song of the 80s. This is going to be an unlikely pick from me. This is Some Like It Hot by The Power Station. This was the first single released from the group's uh, debut album. 
obviously heavy on the drum beats from Tony Thompson. It's almost like his song. Uh, vocals by the great and late Robert Palmer and uh, John Taylor on bass. Peaked at number six on the Billboard charts. Hotness by uh, John Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I, I read an interview where he said he was so whacked out of his mind on drugs during this period of his life that they basically had to tie him down to a table for him to record his bass lines for this song. Yes, yeah, that was in his book. That was in his memoir. Yeah. Yeah. If you you haven't had a chance to read his memoir, by the way, it's fantastic. So good. Yes. But this was one of those songs that, to me, defined the the feeling of summer. You know, Some Like It Hot. Every lyric drips with sweat. There's, There's no getting around the fact that this might be the definitive song about heat in the 80s, right? You know, Steve, I was going to argue with you, but all of a sudden I pictured like different bands doing this song and in their own style, and it's still very hot and summer and perfect. Like I just imagined ZZ Top doing it. And what a cool, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like what a cool song that would have been. And just imagining like, interesting. yeah, like maybe like, I'm just wondering what like a, a Belinda Carlisle version might have been. It would have been a lot sweeter of a of a hot, but still hot. You know, I think we should introduce this idea. And- <laughs> yeah, like like a good egg roll dipping sauce, sweet, sweet and, and hot. hot. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right, Steve. I, I was going <laughs> to disagree with you, but I think you're onto something. I don't feel like picking a fight with either of you. Excellent. You know what else I'm onto right about now? The seggies. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for a mystery movie moment. We will play a snippet of a movie from the 80s. If you get it right, you're entered into the drawing for the very flat, but still very metallic, stuck in the 80s bottle openers. Easily mailed. (laughs) So hot. Yes, very hot. So hot. Leave it on the stove. It's hot. Hot. (laughs) Uh, Pay attention. Here was the clip the last time we did this seggy. Computer said I failed that test. The computer made an error. I recommend this time, I pass. You're going to do well, Jerome. I can feel it. How appropriate. It was summer school. I didn't even see that one coming. (laughs) I know. We had been talking about it all week, I guess. Brad, read some of the winners. Before I do, I just want to say, if you haven't seen Summer School in a while, there's a movie that has a certain sweetness to it. It happened to be on, and I was doing something around the house, and I just left it on. And it was it's it's a fun movie. You should check it out. There's a lot of other lines in it that I wanted to use, but oh, I know maybe next time. I know because when you were watching it, you were texting me at the same time. So every like every ninety seconds, yeah, but it's a lovely ride. <laughs> every ninety seconds for two hours, getting texts from California. So. Read some winners. If you too would like to get texts from movies that I'm watching, please subscribe to Brad in the 80s Movie Text Service. Winners this week include Jamie Rhodes, Jeff in Utah, Joseph Perdue, Mr. Whiskey, Brock in North Dakota, Jeff in Richlands, Virginia, Jesse Elgato Grande, Smith, Peter Ryan, Carl Not the Rocky Guy Withers, Kevin Serving Wench, Todd Cunningham, Robin Hill, Matt D. in Oregon, and David Larson, who writes... Jerome did very well in summer school while also achieving the longest restroom break ever. I suggest he passes. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He gets like a 90-something on the yeah, test. Yeah, he did. He doesn't even come to class. Right. Okay, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery movie clip. It takes so many things to make love last. Most of all, it takes respect. And I can't live with the man I don't respect. What a pisser. If you know it, email us at podcast at sits.com 
Did I say that too fast? Podcast at SIT80s.com. And then tune in uh, soon to find out if you're a winner. Ah, the mystical refrain that is Name That 80s Tune. Uh, we'll play a snippet of a song from the 80s. Again, if you get it right, enter into the drawing for uh, Swag of Glory, which should have been like a Nintendo game. But I think I'm thinking of Blades of Glory, right? Hmm. Brad, that's a movie. Anyway. That's a movie. It is it? Blades, Blades of Steel. Yeah, the, Blades of Steel was the okay. Sega game, I think. Gosh, my brain's gone. that's right. Oh, my God. Let's just get this over with. <laughs> Pay attention. Here's the clip the last time we did the show. That's I Drove All Night by Cindy Lauper. Excellent choice, Brad. I love that you picked a Cindy Lauper song, especially That's this one. That's a good one. I really it's like this song. It's a good song. I really like so this good. song. Did you know that this song was originally written for Roy Orbison? I could totally hear him doing it. Yeah, yeah. It was. He recorded it. It wasn't released until after he passed away, but yeah. It fits his vocal range perfectly. Read some of the winners. Winners this week include Joseph Perdue, Chris living on the air in Cincinnati Adams, Peter Ryan, Jeff in Richlands, Virginia, Todd Cunningham, Lou, sweet Lou, Grilly, Giovanni from London, UK, Becky the Rocker Pixie, and Dave in Oxford, who writes, By the way, Steve, you can get a direct flight to Asheville from Sanford International on Allegiant Air. Don't get me started on either Sanford or Allegiant Air. So Sanford International is this... um, bug landing of an airport that's maybe about i don't know 20 or 30 miles from me and their claim to fame is they they, they have they have allegiant air okay and then they have a like a, a weekly flight to iceland <laughs> like oh so you can <laughs> you can fly non-stop from sanford to Reykjavik. is that what Reykjavik? that's the yeah Reykjavik. that's the international tag right. that's about the only thing that makes uh sanford international so and it's the only thing that ever will. Okay, let's spin the wheel. Uh, Jen, you're here. You spin the wheel. Let's find out who's the winner. Alrighty. Okay, here we go. Uh! You tore a hammy on that one. I'm good. Put it on the DL list. My pitching arm. And uh, it's slowing down, and we're going to find out who our winner is, and it's uh, Todd Cunningham. Excellent. Yay. So, Todd, if you're listening, uh, send us your postal address via email, and we'll get the... Uh, the, the flat bottle opener. Rad Beal, get it in the mail within 24 hours. Wow, that's amazing. I can't do anything within 24 hours, literally. In the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us at podcast at sit80s.com. That's also our website, by the way. I don't know if anyone actually goes there anymore, but hey, it's there. Uh, and then tune in soon to find out if you're a winner. But in the meantime, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Donkey Kong brand cereal has a sweet, crunchy corn taste. And boy, is it fun to crunch. It's part of this complete breakfast. Kids, kids, you want to help get Donkey Kong? Give me a crunch. One more. Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong cereal. Crunchy barrels of fun for breakfast. Good up the crunch. And we're back. And Jen with one end has a bonus hot. Woot, woot. We don't have a bonus <laughs> hot song that's going to have to do. So, okay. 
technically this is from 1990, but it was released in 1990, which means all of the music was recorded <laughs> in, oh, I'm guessing, at, at least 1989. But no, no, you'll be glad that I talked about this because it is an album, a compilation album called Red, Hot, and Blue. And it was um, a compilation, Adam, that benefited AIDS research. And it's very cool. It's all of these artists who do Cole Porter covers for example, oh my gosh. have you heard this? It's it's so good. It's I love this. I've forgotten all about isn't it, this. I haven't listened to this. In a I long know. Time. I, I reminded myself. It is so good. I know. I'm, I reminded myself. I'm going to have to like listen to it tomorrow. But uh, so Nina Cherry and I will bet it introduced. I, I bet it introduced our whole generation to Cole Porter. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So Nina Cherry does. I've got you under my skin. Thompson Twins does. Who wants to be a millionaire? I think that's one of my favorites on the so album. You uh, two does Night oh, and Day. It's so, so good. good. It's so good. Oh. Yeah. So that's a that's a fun one if you guys are looking for um, something to listen to in the car or during I don't know a hot brunch. Yeah. Anyway, red on the hot patio. and blue. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless. So good. I think Katie Lang might have a song mm-hmm. on it. I don't I don't know if that's the one. Yeah, yeah, it is right. Yep. Tons of great songs. There's like over a dozen songs on this album. Excellent. Yeah. Good. I'm glad because we all need some more music for the summer. Also, one other thing you could do for us this summer, Stuck in the 80s has entered into the People's Choice Podcast Awards. If you like our show and you want to support us, uh, it doesn't cost anything to vote for us. You just go to podcastawards.com. You'll have to validate your email address. That's the only pain in the butt. But once you do that, you can uh, vote for us. We're in the entertainment category. Some people are having trouble finding it. So if you, if you have problems, just um, just message me or whatever, email me, and I will give you the directions to do it. But we appreciate your support, and nominations are only open until, oh, I think it's uh, the end of July. So time's running out. But in the meantime, time's not running out on us. Brad, Jen, and myself will be here with the red, hot, and blue, but hopelessly always stuck in the 80s.